Hello! Welcome to the Purple Chair Podcast. I'm Laura Labuda, and this is like the hundredth time I've tried to introduce myself in the last like 10 minutes. We're on episode six, which is uh, three times two, and you know three is my favorite number, so anything I can link to three is good for me. (laughs) I'm a poet and didn't know it. Well, today's episode is all about self-care because everyone needs a little self-care in their life. Um, We all have really busy lives. Like I live my life by appointment. So like, yeah, I say I I work from 10 to 6, but it's like from first appointment to last appointment. So whatever time that is, is how it works for me. But I count my life by appointments too. Like I have one um, customer we counted down his son's due date based on how many haircuts he had left. So it was like three haircuts until he the baby comes, two haircuts. Okay, this haircut is the baby's haircut. And then next thing you know, he's 12 years old and you've had like 950 haircuts. So we're running around doing, 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 and we're losing touch with ourselves. We become human doings instead of human beings being, being in the now. So I like to incorporate a little self-care in all parts of my life. So like my morning routine is a little bit silly, but I don't care. You guys already know I'm a little silly. Um, I do my makeup every day and I know like There's not very many times that like you're going to see me without it because it's part of who I am. I'm a hairdresser. I like to put to be put together to look the part, speak the part, breathe the part, walk the part. So if you catch me at like out without it, it's very rare. But I take that morning routine where I'm putting on my makeup for like five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. And I have a pep talk with myself. And I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, Laura, there's a mirror behind the camera. So I'm going to look in the mirror. Laura, you're awesome. And I really like your makeup today. And you're going to have a great day. And I don't know whatever it is that's going on in my, in my life at that time. I just like try to pet myself up about it. And I don't know negative talk there because you got to turn that negative upside down into a positive So I think the, what did I say to myself this morning? Oh, it was about my eyebrows. So my eyebrows are looking a little crazy. I have more eyebrow than anyone needs ever. And um, I have an eyebrow appointment on uh, Friday and I'm so excited about it. But if I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, ooh, Laura, your eyebrows, they're looking a little hairy, scary. I flip that around and I'm like, oh, you have an eyebrow appointment and you're going to be the best version of Laura that you can be. And aren't you so excited that you took that time for you? That's my self-care. And, and in thinking about doing that and with my little mirror chats daily, I like to talk to younger Laura because I always check in with her to see if she's like, you know, loving what older Lara's doing. Can I show the picture? If you're watching this, here's 
here's younger version of Laura. And let me tell you, she's the most sassy, sassy, sassy girl ever. Like, look at that. She has dirty knees, bruises on her elbows, dirty shoes, a mouthful of a snow cone. And she is like mean mug in the camera. So sassy, sassy, sassy Laura. And I think she'd be pretty proud of, uh, of what older Laura has become. Yeah. Having a moment again. And, uh, this is fairy godmother, Laura. <laughs> and, uh, is our, look how cute I am. My mom made that little outfit for me for, uh, Halloween. Yeah. See purple and I go way back, way back to like 91 ish. 1990, something like that. <laughs> and I keep these two little pictures of myself like right next to my mirror where I get ready because I know that that little Lara is looking up to me. So that's my little like daily routine of self-care. And I was thinking about it earlier about that uh, saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I'm like, it sounds so kind of cliche, but it's like super old. I know you've heard it like a bazillion, gajillion times. I was trying to think of a bigger number than that, but that's how many times I've said it is you cannot pour from an empty cup. Like if you are completely depleted in all of your energy, there's no way that you can provide anything for your family, for your friends, for your loved ones. If you're in the service industry or you're a hairdresser, you can't pour into those people that are in your chair. You're just not effective in your life if you are not taking time for yourself. And when I think about self-care, or when I talk about self-care, because let me tell you, I talk about it all day here a lot. I probably talk about self-care as much as I talk about shampoo. And we all know my soapbox about shampoo. But self-care isn't the, oh, I'm going to have a bubble bath and light a candle and like soak for three and a half hours when I'm reading a book. Now, let me, I do that. It's good. It's great. You should do it. I can kind of fit that in like once a week, maybe if I'm super lucky because I'm busy. I'm not going to lie. I'm like busy hairdresser. And I'm doing, 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 going, 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 podcast, hair, all kinds of things. So I, um, I'm trying to incorporate self-care in my daily life. Now it's easier than you think it is. And I was kind of surprised at this. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through a list of types of self-care. You can have physical self-care, which is like getting enough sleep. I know Krista was on a couple of podcasts ago and just sleep is so important. I have like non-negotiables when it comes to sleep. Like there's no TV. I can't fall asleep to the TV. Uh, as much as I want to sleep with my phone right there, I force myself to put it somewhere else, turn off the lights. I tape the little blue lights in my room because <clears throat> it has to be dark. Sleep is important. Um, physical, other physical ways of self-care. I dance and I dance like four days a week. Um, I'm super hooked on dance. Um, emotional types of self-care. 
you can practice stress management, forgiveness, compassion, kindness. You could drive through the drive through when you're getting your Starbucks because I'm doing that on the daily um, and pay for the person behind you. It's just a nice way to like say, hey, you human doing behind me. I love you, even though you don't know me. Um, and then it just feels good. And you get to carry that through the rest of your day. Um, and social self-care. That's a huge one for me because I'm so, so busy. And I think we put a lot of emphasis on having a busy life means you're successful. Um, I know that I get caught up in the, like the, my days off where I, I don't have anything I have to actually do if I'm just going to veg out on the couch, which is totally necessary. I feel guilty about it, um, being busy. So I tend to overcommit myself to doing things. Um, but practicing saying the word no. So I may commit myself to something six weeks from now and be like, oh yeah, that sounds really great. Like, I don't know what, what would be, uh, uh, going roller skating with my friends. Like it sounds really great in the moment and I really want to do it. And it sounds, it's going to be so much fun. Everyone's going to be there. But when the time comes, I may have just had like a really busy day. A color may not have gone right. Who knows what happened during the day? Like it could be raining and it just puts me in a bad mood, but I have to honor myself in saying no, Lara, you don't need to do that. You need to rest. And as much as I feel bad about saying no in that moment, it's saying yes to myself in that moment. So I kind of try to like flip it around. Um, there are spiritual self-care things that you can do. Journaling is something I... I do a lot of, um, I have a notebook that I carry around with me everywhere I go. It's giant pink sitting in front of me right now. It has like everything of everything in it, all the podcast episodes, any little thing that pops into my brain, I write it down. Um, but I also try to take some time, like two minutes, maybe while I'm doing my makeup uh, or right after and journal like a little thought or like, a um, just connecting with myself. Meditation. Now, okay, well, let me talk about meditation for a second. I am a meditator. I love meditation, but it's very, 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 very rare that I'm like sitting Indian style on the floor with my hands up and I'm like, oh, that doesn't do it for me. Okay. I'm meditating while I'm blow drying you. So like those are when my best thoughts come into my brain because I'm like, the whir of the blow dryer, you know, it puts you to sleep, just like getting your hair shampooed. (laughs) It's true. It's so true. That's like, I have my most genius ideas then. Like I clear my brain. I'm like in the moment hanging out with this person. And it's a, that's a form of meditation. Going running is um, like moving meditation, painting. Um, Meditation isn't just like that. Clear your mind. I mean, it can be, I'm not saying it's not, but it totally can be. Um, personal ways of self-care, hobbies, 
um, honoring your true self and speaking your truth. It's that going back to the saying no to somebody, you're saying yes to yourself. You can practice self-care in your own space. Is your, is your home clean, clear of clutter? I, I mean, there are some days where I just want to, you know, veg out on the couch and lay there and there's a mess and I'm like, you know what, it'll be there when I'm done, whatever. But sometimes when I clean up at the end of that, there's this like <sighs> moment where it feels good and I've taken care of my space and being organized, you can reduce so much stress by being organized and having your spaces clean and clear of clutter. That's, I know you guys all know this about me already, but I will say it again. I rearranged this place like crazy, except for in the last two weeks. I haven't rearranged, but what I have done is I've picked everything up. I've moved it out of its home and cleaned under it and then put it back, which is very unusual for me. Um, I found this one to be very interesting. Financial self-care can be, I said that like I'm afraid of it. Financial self-care could be saving money for whatever reason you want to save money for. Um, so what happens to me when I save is, oh, great. I've saved like 500 bucks. And then the universe is like, oh, but you need new tires now. And then I'm like, oh, crap. I just saved this money. But then I'm thankful and grateful that now I don't have that stress of like, where's the money coming from? And it, it's like an ebb and flow. Um, paying your bills on time is a form of self-care because you're reducing stress in your life. And I was talking earlier about splurging. So I'm going to pause here and tell you a story. Dun, dun, dun. I bought myself a blender. Okay. I bought myself the Ninja Foodie Hot Cold Blender. I can make soup. I feel like I have a commercial right now. You guys, this blender is like, oh, the bee's knees of blenders. I make a smoothie every day. And the reason I wanted a blender is because I've been uh, dancing so much and I'm not getting enough food and I'm trying to like be healthy about it and track blah, 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 whatever. So I stood in the aisle of the store and I'm like looking at the blenders and they all kind of do, they chop up stuff, you know, mix it together. You can make a margarita with like every single one of them. And I had this moment where I was like, well, I could buy that $20 blender. But in like two weeks, I'm going to hate it because I can only push one button. And then I could buy like the $50 blender. And in like two months, I'm going to be pissed because it's not going to do what I want it to do. So you know what? I splurged and I bought myself the best blender I could buy myself. And you know what? I am happy. And every time I push that button... It makes my smoothie, and when it's done, it goes ding, 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 and I'm like, ah, blender. But you know what? That's my little like self-care moment in the splurge of buying this awesome blender, and every day when I make an awesome smoothie, uh, side note, I need some smoothie recipes, so if you have one, send them to me because I'm running out of ideas.
my smoothies are getting kind of boring. Um, so finally on my little list of types of self-care is work. And we spend so much more time at work than we actually spend at home. I mean, I, it feels like it. I don't know if it's true. You'll have to look up some facts or something on that, but we spend more time with our work family than our family family most days. And so time management can be very important for work. Taking your break and eating lunch at work and being in the moment when you're trying to do that. So like you're busy, busy, busy sitting at your desk and you're like, oh, it's time for lunch. And you're just still working and eating. Like stop, take the time to feed your body because you're not just feeding it. You're feeding your soul. I feel like that should be a quote. Write that down. <laughs> um, being in the moment in what you're doing at work too is very important because if I'm working on a customer and I'm thinking about going skating with my friends next week that I don't want to do, I'm not actually here. I'm already there and... um. Yeah, it's just not a good situation. Also, having a positive workplace. I hear so often that people are so stressed out about work and they don't like it. And let me tell you, I'm stubborn and I'm never, ever, ever going to do anything that I don't want to do because I don't want to do it. It's just how I'm built. I think I talked about that last time. But not everyone is built like me. But if it's, if it's making you unhappy, just don't do it. Like I'm giving you the permission. If it's pissing you off and it's making you unhappy, stop doing it. I'm stomping my foot. Stop doing it under the table. But what I noticed in this whole types of self-care thing that I printed out, um, boundaries kept coming up. So I had to look up the word boundaries. I have to burp. <laughs> Sorry. I can leave that in there. Boundaries. So boundaries kept coming up in my um, types of self-care. So I had to look up the word boundaries and boundaries are guidelines, rules, limits that you, you create to identify safe and permissible ways for others to behave towards you. I'm letting you that pause so that you can sink. No, I'm, I'm letting you pause so that can sink in. You are the creator of your boundaries. So if you are, you're like a house and your fence is your boundary around your house and you get to decide what you are willing to let in and what you are not. And it's not, you know, it sounds very easy, but sometimes it's very hard. Um, I'm going to read this one more time because it's very important to me. Boundaries are guidelines, rules, and limits. I love the word limits. I don't necessarily love the word boundary because I feel like 
there's so much like negative around the word boundary, but a limit sounds really good to me. Like I've reached my limit. Like, I don't know. It's just very like for me, cut and dry with a limit. It seems very black and white. Um, so you get to create these guidelines, rules and limits. And what you're creating are safe and permissible ways for which others to interact with you. So for example, a few of my boundaries are, well, one in particular that sometimes I break the rule on, but I have my hours set up from 10 to six. And at the beginning of the episode, I mentioned that it's from first customer to last customer. And typically I take my last appointment at 5.30. Now when I take a last appointment at 5.30, who knows how long it's going to take me to do a thing because it typically takes me about two hours to do a a root retouch service with a haircut. It takes me about 30 to 45 minutes to do a haircut. If we're doing something crazy like Vivids or Unicorn, it can take me up to three hours. So my workday went from 10 Sounds really cool to come to work at 10 o'clock, but I'm typically here if I'm going to do something long until like 8, 8.30. This is a really long day at work. Um, and I try to limit, <laughs> I try to limit those late nights to two nights a week. Really, I really try to stick to that, but I have a hard time saying no. So I wind up doing it three to four nights a week, but I am saying that that's okay. So when you do it once, you have to do it again and you have to do it again and you have to do it again. So I encourage you to set up your boundaries and stick with it. Um, For me, like, because I don't have kids and it's, I don't have to be home at any certain time. It's okay. I feel like it's an okay boundary for me to like, you know, let's slide here, there, and once in a while. But um, boundaries are really important. Another boundary that I keep for um, my work boundary limit is if you're going to send me a message about an appointment or a text or something between the hours of Well, I pretty much stop responding to text messages around nine o'clock. I see them. I don't respond to them. Sometimes I will because if I don't take care of it right away, then I'll forget about it. Uh, And then I won't start messaging back until about nine o'clock in the morning because it's early and I don't know. I just assume that everyone goes to work at 10 o'clock because I go to work at 10 o'clock. That's not true. Some of you guys wake up super early, like crazy 4 a.m. gym people. And then if you're messaging me on a Friday evening, sometimes I respond on Saturday, but I will not talk on a Sunday or Monday. That is my weekend. That is a non-negotiable time off for me. Like that's what I'm doing. So these are non-negotiable boundaries that I've set up. Um, Let's see. Speaking of non-negotiable, I, the dance thing for me, I have non-negotiable times for when I go to dance. So like if you're going to the gym or some kind of physical activity that you're doing that fulfills your inner needs, that's self-care. That's a boundary 
these are all good and positive things. Um, I also see what I'm doing behind the chair as a facilitator in your self-care. So when you are coming to the hair salon, you are taking a step out of your daily life, whether you're coming after work or you're coming for your lunch break or whatever time you come in, you are taking that one hour to, like I said, maybe three, for you. So when you're in my chair, I'm focused on you. I might tell you stories about me and things that are going on in my life, but my main focus is on you and what your needs are and whatever it is that you want to do with your hair or whatever. Um, so I really focus on relaxation I know I get a little crazy and can bust out in a belly dance or like have a little fun, get a little cuckoo up in here. But when it comes to that shampoo, it's like, I try to limit my talking. If you're going to talk to me during the shampoo, it's because you were talking to me. I'm not going to keep talking to you. Um, I love to put the hot lavender towel over your eyes and get really massagey with it because sometimes that's like in one in every six weeks. Once every six weeks, you are in my chair, sometimes a little bit longer, sometimes a little bit shorter, but that's your time. You, if you want to chat, we can chat. If you want to spill your guts to me, you can spill your guts to me. I'll be your sounding board. Um, but if you are behind the, if you are in the service industry and you're behind the chair, you have to doubly fill your cup to be able to pour into other people because you drop a little bit of yourself into, into them. And then they leave a little bit of themselves with you when they leave. So like at the end of the day, I like to sit in my chair and just take a deep breath. It's like my decompression. I let everything that came to me that day. I just imagine I close my eyes and I imagine that all of the things that have been given to me during the day go out down the bottom of my chair and back out to wherever it needs to go because I don't need to carry that around. As much as I carry you in my heart, I'm not going to carry your burdens on my shoulder. So I just imagine it's all going back out to where it needs to go. I also... When I walk out the door at the end of the day, and especially when I come into the into my day, I imagine my doorways as like these little like car wash, like car wash things. And it's just like sprinkling showers of sparkling love <laughs> on me and everyone else. It's just like makes everyone squeaky clean. So only all the good vibes can come up in here. And then it helps me remind myself to leave the shit at the door because I don't want to bring in my negativity in here when you are trying to relax. Like that's like, you know, there's nothing worse than your service person dumping their shit all over you. And then you just feel crappy when you leave. Like that's not what it's about. I feel like I got soapboxy on that too. Um... What are other ways that I love to utilize self-care? 
I just in in prepping for this episode, I didn't realize that I was doing a lot of self-care throughout my day, just like these little tiny blips of things. Um, Oh, this is a good one. In the morning when I am making my coffee, I, um, I have this like little routine that I like to do where I like empty the coffee out of the coffee maker from yesterday. And then I, um, you know, put the water in and and I stand there and I watch the coffee come out of the little Keurig thing. But I use like the reusable ones. I scooped the coffee into it. And when I scooped the coffee into it, I just imagine myself being grounded because I'm playing with coffee grounds. Get it? I'm real simple, real silly. And, uh, it works for me. So the coffee grounds remind me to stay grounded, focused in the now. And I watch the water come out. It takes like five seconds to brew a cup of coffee. So if I can find five seconds to stand there and watch my coffee come out, um, it's going to be a good day. And then I hold my coffee and I'm like super grateful and happy. And it's like not even a whole minute of my life. But those are the moments that are super important. And you should incorporate them every day. For sure. Okay, so. Finally, I don't even know why I said that. I'm talking in circles because I'm a tornado and that's just who I am. <laughs> I can't. So it's all kinds of crazy up in my brain today. Um, I have these self-care cards. It's uh, Cheryl Richardson's self-care cards. They're awesome. Little bits of advice. It's uh, 52 cards, and they're so gorgeous. And you guys know I love, I love some cards. See how pretty they are? Colorful. Shiny. <laughs> like my personality. <laughs> I'm going to pick one and give you a little bit of self-care advice for your day. Oh. Goals. Goals. It says, set a goal, write it down, and release the outcome. Small steps make a big difference. That reminds me of living in California, the picture. There's um. Hot air balloons. I was trying to come up with that word. That's what, that was the pause. Your goals are important. And what's that quote? Um, a wish, a dream. I'm going to look it up. Something about a goal not written down is just like a wish or a dream or something like that. So set a goal, write it down. It's really important to write your goal down. And release the outcome because you know what? When you focus on it, it already happens. You guys, it's the law of attraction. And I have a podcast from like a million and a half years ago that I made all about the law of attraction. If you want to go back and listen to it, it's mm, my favorite one. Um, Small steps make a big difference. You get to start now. Set your boundaries today. And you know what? You get to control your boundaries, but you don't get to control the reaction of the people that are, you know, if they don't like your boundaries, then 
They don't need to be in your life. See you later. Bye. You can stand on the other side of my fence. <laughs> so thank you so much for hanging out with me today on my self-care train. Hong Kong toot toot beep beep. And if you want to know more about self-care or you want to come pick out one of these self-care cards, come hang out with me at the Purple Chair in Columbia, South Carolina on St. Andrew's Road. Or you can follow me across all of my social media and check out my brand new website, thepurplechairsalon.com. Thanks. Peace. <laughs>